Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 9th of February, and it's Toothache Day. And a big happy birthday to Joe Pesci, Mia Farrow, Holly Johnson, and Tom Hiddleston. Monday saw Labour leader Keir Starmer heckled by an angry mob shouting false accusations that he refused to prosecute alleged sex offender Jimmy Savile. But Tuesday saw the man who amplified those accusations in the House of Commons refuse to apologise or take responsibility for the events. While Boris did tweet a general condemnation of harassment, neither he or Number 10 are apologising for the accusation. And Digital Minister Chris Phillips was sent out to sow some more disinformation. There is no way you can suggest that his remarks in any way prompted, uh, certainly not just justified uh, what we saw last night. So they did mention Jimmy Savile, but they were mostly shouting about other issues. Um, so, I, so I don't accept the link that people are trying to make. Speaker of the House, Sir Lindsay Hoyle, was much clearer and more direct, and he's also requested a report from the police on the incident. But while the Prime Minister's words were not disorderly, they were inappropriate. As I said then, these sorts of comments only inflame opinions and generate disregard for the House, and it is not acceptable. Our words have consequences, and we should always be mindful of that fight. Labour's Kim Leadbeater, the sister of murdered MP Joe Cox, spoke from personal experience. It only takes one individual to cause irreparable damage. Things don't happen in a vacuum. You know, we know that people are protesting about various different things at the moment, but when we've got a Prime Minister who's adding fuel to that fire, that is not helpful. Boris was keeping himself busy with a mini-cabinet reshuffle as part of his plan to reorganise Downing Street and save his job. The mini-shuffle saw Jacob Rees-Mogg move from leader of the Commons to the snappily titled position of Minister for Brexit Opportunities and Government Efficiency in the Cabinet Office. The Chief Whip, currently under investigation over accusations of Islamophobia, Mark Spencer, was promoted to the position of leader of the Commons. And finally, Chris Heaton-Harris was appointed as new Chief Whip. In the Commons, Health Secretary Sajid Javid was still struggling with the NHS backlogs, outlining how waiting lists are expected to get worse before they get better. The number of people waiting for elective care in England now stands at 6 million. That is up from 4.4 million before the pandemic. Sadly, Mr Speaker, this number will continue rising before it falls. Labour's Shadow Health Secretary West Streeting says plans to tackle England's NHS waiting lists fall seriously short. The only big new idea seems to be a website that tells people they're waiting a long time, as if they didn't already know. What we did here was a series of re-announcements, including some perfectly sensible proposals for community diagnostic and surgical hubs. We welcome those, but the Secretary of State cannot pretend that they meet the scale of the challenge. The Canadian trucker protests continue to paralyse the city of Ottawa, which remains under a state of emergency. 
The protests, which appear to be rooted in the QAnon and anti-vax movements, focused on Canadian vaccine mandates for crossing the border and have been crowdfunding to enable the protests to continue. Their latest stunt was to block the Ambassador Bridge, which is one of the main routes into the US, and it's caused chaos. Canadian PM Justin Trudeau has had enough and addressed it with a warning in Parliament. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. French President Emmanuel Macron's diplomatic attempts to ease tensions between Russia and Ukraine continued on Tuesday. He flew to Kiev after his five-hour meeting with Vladimir Putin and he seemed confident that there would be no further ramping up of troop numbers by the Russian military and confirmation that Russian troops are due to leave Belarus once military exercises are complete. He also appeared to have agreement from both sides to stick to the existing peace agreements. The Minsk Accords are also the best protection of the territorial integrity of Ukraine. Based on the commitment of the two sides, Russia and Ukrainian, we now have the possibility of advancing negotiations. Still to come on the Smart 7, awards season is in full swing as the Oscar nominations drop and the Brits hand out the prizes. Right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There were three games in the Premier League last night with Newcastle taking on Everton, West Ham facing Watford and Man United travelling to Burnley. West Ham won their game 1-0 to put them back into the Premier League's top four with Man United and Burnley playing out a one-all draw that leaves United in fifth and Burnley still at the bottom of the table. Two of the Premier League's newer managers faced each other at Newcastle, with Eddie Howe taking on Everton new boy Frank Lampard and winning 3-1. Frank wasn't exactly thrilled about that outcome. I think we have to be um, very balanced about it in terms of, I've been here a week, we've come to a very difficult match um, against Newcastle, very effective. So there were elements of their game that were good, and some of ours that were not so good, but we must keep our heads and uh, keep our heads up for sure, because um, there's a long way to go in this. The 2022 Oscar nominations were announced on Tuesday, with history made by director Jane Campion, who became the first woman ever to be nominated twice in the Best Director category for her film The Power of the Dog. In fact, her Netflix movie picked up 12 nominations in total, followed by Dune with 10 and Belfast and West Side Story with 7 each. Will Smith picked up not one but two noms for King Richard, and there is first nominations in 15 years. And Kirsten Stewart got her first ever nomination for playing Lady Diana in Spencer. She says she had to think twice about taking on the role. I sort of approached it like, who am I to say no to this? <laughs> like, you're an actor. You want to do good stuff? You want to challenge yourself? Like, what, what are you doing if you, like, retreat? It's either, like, fall on your face completely, which is fine. At least, you know, die trying. <laughs> 
It was a big night at the Brits for Adele. She won three of the four major prizes in the first genderless awards, picking up Best Song, Best Artist and Song of the Year for Easy On Me. Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa and Sam Fender also won, with more female winners for the first time ever. Little Sims won Best New Artist and brought her mum up on stage with her. Mum, look at what you've done, mum. Look at what you've done. And the final word went to Adele as she accepted her Album of the Year award for 30. I'd like to dedicate this award to my son. And to Simon, to his dad, this album was all of our journey, not just mine. I'm very proud of myself for sticking to my guns and putting out an album that was about something so personal to me. Because not many people do stuff like that anymore. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.